Hello, everybody. I'm Tim. I'm the junior high pastor. That's why I get to wear shorts. Uh, oh, you want me to go to the middle? Okay. All right. I will. I want to welcome you guys here tonight for the night of prayer and worship. Uh, I was just reading today just about the call to, pr- call to prayer and call to worship, and I was reading Psalms 6, verses 7 and 8, and it just really, like, leapt out at me. It really just, uh, you know, made me think of all the people that come in each week and come to worship, and sometimes we've gone through stuff that... Uh, that has been a struggle. Sometimes it's been uh, something that uh, we've been challenged with. And verse 7 says, But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies and make your way straight before me. And that is... The way I feel tonight is like, the only reason I'm here is because of God's love. And now I'm just asking him to just lead me down that straight and narrow path. And some of you have been going through a struggle this week and just come in God's love and allow him to guide your path tonight in prayer and worship. I thank you. Thank you for coming tonight.
for greater things because there's no power like the power of Jesus let faith arise let all agree there's no power like the power of Jesus I will believe for greater things because there's no power like the power of Jesus let faith arise
seated for a minute. We're going to start to talk about our uh, first prayer topic. And our first prayer topic is going to be missionaries. And I'm sure as I'm saying that, as you're remembering quite a few, and we're going to focus on the ones that came from here. Now, some of you are, uh, you just have a lot more wisdom than I do in your hair. And you'll remember uh, Nolan and Marie Shockey. And they used to help with the youth. I think it's like over 25, almost 30 years ago that they used to help with the youth. And now they're missionaries uh, down in Juarez and living in El Paso. And so as we remember them, one thing that I want you to remember is it's unbelievable the amount of violence that they have witnessed. Like we can't even fathom it happening here. And it's almost to the point of routine. So pray for them in that aspect. Uh, some of you will remember Annie French, who is now Annie Darwin, and she was a missionary some 15, uh, 18 years ago. And Annie and Darwin are, are Torres are down in Peru, and we need to pray for them. If any of you follow the news, they just elected a communist president, so now they are potentially going to be in a country being missionaries that has a communist president and what that brings with it. And we're going to focus on this last one as they start to put slides up, is that we're going to pray for Uganda. Maybe, though. Get up there. There we go. Uh, and a few things that Pastor Kent sent uh, for praying for Uganda, and this, this next slide with the list of them. Okay. So... Um, the Nolly family, and you're going to see pictures of all of this because I want you to remember more than just list. So uh, Raymond and Grace's visa appointment got canceled because Uganda is going through another six-week massive lockdown. Really bad. So that got canceled, and they need that for them to come back to the States and to stay for a longer period of time. Uh, pray for Pastor Fred and Samuel as they're going to be taking over leadership positions. Uh, within the ministries that Kent has there. Pray for Luke, uh, who's there. He is still battling a two-month-long illness that he has had. And then the pastors are graduating in July instead of uh, last month because of this lockdown, so it's got extended. And just to the ministry that they do, if you can imagine, your church is made of mud and sticks. And they worship just as loud as you are tonight. 
And then the Terebinth served some 168 widows in the region, helping them with foodstuffs and with other things. So we're going to go through these slides quick so you can get pictures of these. So the Nolly family uh, with Raymond and Grace. Next slide. Pastor Fred. Next slide. Pastor Samuel. Next. Here's Luke out in a church. And then the graduating pastors as they're studying with the course that uh, Kent has them go through for three years. And then the last is this is another widow part of Terebinth ministry as long as the first slide. So if we'll put that last slide with the list so everybody can remember is that we're going to break up into groups and to pray for our missionaries, the things that I uh, brought to your attention, but also for Uganda particularly. So this does mean you get up and you shuffle, say hello, okay, and then you start praying. And so we'll take about 10 minutes for that.
worship you. I worship you. You are here. I know you're working in this. I worship you. Oh, I worship you. Come on, you're here. You are moving in the
working. You never stop, you never stop working. Come on, we sing to remind ourselves tonight. Never stop working. And even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, I know you never stop. And there's some of us in here tonight are just, who are just feeling overwhelmed, overcome by darkness, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, whether it's a personal situation, whether it's financial. And I just feel like the Lord is saying, take hold of that light tonight. That you don't have to live in darkness. You don't have to live in bondage. But you can live in the freedom that we have in Christ because He's the miracle worker. He's the way maker. He makes highways out of seas. And He takes broken things and He puts them back together. More beautiful than they were before. And so tonight, I just want to take a minute and just sit in this moment and allow the light of the Lord to penetrate your heart. You know, whether that's getting vulnerable, whether it's opening up afresh to the Lord, whether it's acknowledging something that you've been burying for way too long. Because the Lord wants to take your darkness or your bitterness or your fear, whatever it is, and make a way for you to find freedom in Jesus. 
So Lord, tonight we just say, God, that we're opening up our hearts to you. We're giving it all to you. Lord, we know that we're a mess. Lord, we know that there are so many things striving for our attention, for our affection, but Jesus, we just want you. So would you come and do a work in our hearts tonight? Would you come and be that miracle worker, that way maker? Lord, even though it's hard to see sometimes, would you remind our hearts that you're working, that nothing is wasted, that we can trust in your sovereignty? What we sing. Cause you are way maker, miracle worker. on how we feel. Lord, but we can rest assured in your promises that you're working in our waiting, that you're near to the brokenhearted. God, that you never waste a moment. God, that you give beauty for ashes and joy for our mourning. So we just continue to open up afresh to you, God. Would you come and do a work in our hearts? Lord, and that's not something we pray lightly. God, we don't want that to be something we pray lightly, asking for the Holy Spirit to come and move in our hearts. That's weighty. Lord, would you, would you come and just start to weed out these things in us, God, and, and put our focus back on you, on, on Christ, on the completed work of the cross, because that's where our identity lives. It's not on who we, who we think we are, or who we say we are, but it's in who you say we are. So we just continue to surrender afresh to you. Would you come and work and do what you do? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening. Hey, we're going to turn the lights up just a little bit because if you brought your Bibles, you can open it right now to Colossians. And the last three things, topics, if you will, that I will encourage you to pray about as we close our evening will be found in the uh, four verses, Colossians chapter four, 
verse 2 through 6. Because we are diligent to teach the word and teach it verse by verse, and and when when you any time you do that, any time you teach the living word of God verse by verse, and people learn it, it's exciting. And and some sometimes you come on a Wednesday night and you forgot it was a night of worship and prayer and. Well, here's, we're going to do a little two-minute Bible study, so that'll fill your tank. But remember that if our learning and verse-by-verse learning that's being taught to us and as we soak up the Word isn't making us a more earnest worshiper or or a more earnest prayer to God. And we've got something a little bit wrong. And Christian, we can, we can fall into just knowledge that the Bible says does what? It can puff up if you're not careful. But if that knowledge as we teach verse, verse by verse makes us true worshipers of God, makes us people who pray, to the Lord, our Savior. Oh, then we have a special thing, a special thing. Can I encourage you, if you get to church a little late and you miss worship, ask God to fix you of that. That you'd be here on time for worship. Prepares your heart. It gives back as you're about to receive the word. It makes your walk so much deeper when you just give it to the Lord and and you just worship. Some people here have not entered that yet. Enter into it. You'll never regret it. So Paul says in the book of Colossians to the church, he is exhorting them in in Christian conduct and and, uh, how to live out their Christian walk in Colossae. He says in verse 2 of chapter 4, continue earnestly in prayer. (laughs) What we're doing tonight. Passionate, effective prayer. Continue earnestly in prayer. Being vigilant. In other words, looking or or vigilant is that sense of looking out for something. Looking out for reasons to pray. Looking out for a circumstance to pray. Imagine if every time we met here at Rocky Mountain, even during the week when y'all aren't here, but a lot of us are still here and small groups are here, that every time God looks upon this church, he sees a prayer from somewhere in this building to him. People looking for prayer. And he says, being diligent in it, in prayer, with Thanksgiving, and that's going to be my first point for for us to pray about right after. I'm done here in a second. Because sometimes we can become hard and hard-hearted and cynical and unloving. In this crazy world, remember Paul's world was just as crazy. My goodness, he was in jail when he wrote this for the faith. 
I mean, we have some seriously disturbing, disturbing things happening in our world and our nation that can, that can get us just off and, and sometimes even our prayers off. A, a, you know, a prayer of, of just too much worry and too much fret and too much me, you know, when, when we're supposed to be thanking the Lord that even though we're in this crazy world in a crazy time, He is in control. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thanksgiving. Verse 3. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ or the gospel to the Jews and the Gentiles for which I am also in chains that I may make manifest that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Paul is literally here in prison praying for open doors to preach the gospel, the very thing that put him in prison. He's saying, Lord, open another door so they can put me in jail again, should you let me out. (laughs) Lord, open the prison door so I can get out and open some doors for the word. Let's never take for granted Rocky Mountain Calvary. We have open doors. This is a wonderful place. With wonderful men who lead us. You know, these these guys up here. When the Lord hears us being led, the first heart that he looks through to see if it's being done right or not is them. The first guy that gets up there to teach and lead us in, in learning the word, that's the first one God's going to look at his heart. And folks, they're not perfect. I know, I work with some of them every day. But when you come and before you enter into worship and you know they're going to get up here, would you pray for their hearts? Pray for their hearts. Open doors. Don't take for granted our Pastor Eric. Don't take for granted the teachers in this fellowship. Don't take for granted the place we have in this city. And, be, and don't be satisfied. Pray for more open doors. We may have to get real creative to get the word out here in America before the Lord takes us home. Pray for open doors for the gospel, regardless of the consequences. Verse 5. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside or unbelievers that we come across and that we know. Redeeming the time. Be careful. You don't know how long you're going to last and be in their life to tell them about Christ. You don't know how long they're going to be here to be told about Christ. Do it in wisdom. Verse 6, let your speech always be with grace. Season with salt. Salt makes people thirsty. Make them thirsty for Christ that you may know how you ought to answer each one. We all have unbelievers in our life. They all come from different places, different circumstances, different personalities. They all need maybe something just a little bit different from you if God has placed you in their life. That's your personal witness in this world to the people God has asked you to take the gospel to. Sometimes that can seem like a daunting task. Sometimes it's a tough task. It's a high calling. 
Paul says, just, just do it in wisdom. Do it with grace. Do it with an expectation that you're exactly where God wants you to be in that person's life. And, and pray that you would be ready to be a witness for Christ. Thanksgiving, open doors for the gospel. That we would be, that we would be ready with a personal witness that would please Christ and it would make a difference in people's life. That's what I want you to spend time in prayer the next few minutes. Then Billy's gonna close with a couple more songs and he's gonna open up communion as well. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for loving us. God, we thank you that you are working, Lord, that we can be here tonight worshiping you without threat of persecution, something, Lord, that our brothers and sisters across the world can't necessarily do all the time. God, help us to never take it for granted. Continue to open doors. Lord, make us your people that shine our, your light through our lives each and every day. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.
So we're just going to move into a, a time of communion, and I just want to encourage you to keep on, keep this posture of prayer uh, as we sing this next song, as we just continue to worship. You know, as, as Pastor Robert was talking about having that personal witness for Christ, you know, that comes from, from living our lives, following the example that Christ has set for us. And so as we take communion, as we celebrate communion tonight, just encourage you to really align your heart with that of that of, of God. To pray for those, those encounters, to ask the Lord to give us opportunities to, to share the gospel, to give the Lord an opportunity to fill your heart afresh with the joy that comes in knowing Christ. You know, I think sometimes these nights, all the time for me, hopefully for you guys, are really refreshing because we're able to kind of kind of hit the reset button to allow the Lord to come and work, to make a space for him, to be still before him and allow him to speak and comfort our hearts. So just whatever that looks like for you, if it's communion, if it's still uh, just sitting in your chairs and praying, just encourage you to do that. And just open up to the Lord to get comfortable uh, where you are and really allow the Lord to continue to work in your heart. And so, Lord, as we just continue to worship you tonight, we continue to want to seek after you afresh. Lord, we want our eyes and our focus and, and everything that we're about for these next 30 minutes and going forward to be about you, God. You're the center of our lives. You're the center of our focus, the center of our attention. And so, would you come and continue to reveal to us uh, the places that we need you more and more. we've made a space for you here. We open up afresh. So would you come and continue to meet us, come and speak to our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name.
But I've just sang another song Take me back to where it started I open up my heart to you Oh God And I'm sorry When I've come with my agenda I'm sorry When I forgot that you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in
Thanks again so much for being here tonight. I pray that you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here this weekend. God bless you guys.